The promise of America is being squandered. How are we going to restore our nation back to a sensible, citizen-centric government? Welcome to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. Joyce is a businesswoman, not a politician. And she's here to offer pragmatic, possible, and post-partisan solutions for the 21st century. Now, here's your host for Reimagine America, Joyce Cordy. I just have a problem with people who lie. It means to me that they've got too much time on their hands. Because my policy has always been to be honest. Hopefully not to a fault, but to tell the truth for the simple reason that in my life, I'm always moving forward to the next task, project, program, whatever. And I fear that if I lie, I won't remember what the lie was when it comes time to repeat the lie or to act on it. Better not to get into that situation. So you should tell the truth in the first place. You're listening to the Reimagine America Radio Hour. I'm a businesswoman, not a politician. I solve problems. I don't make them. In the vein of it's better to tell the truth because you may not be able to repeat the lie, I was really disappointed when White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows went on Meet the Press this past weekend, or was it ABC's This Week? I, I, you know, one of the Sunday shows this past Sunday, and said that he didn't know what QAnon was. He looked straight at the camera, folks, and he said, I had to Google it. I quote. Now, that follows similar comments by Vice President Pence, to which I said to the television set, oh, horse puggy. Either Mr. Meadows was telling a bald-faced lie, or he's not competent to hold the job of White House Chief of Staff, or there's always option three, both. QAnon was first identified by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, yes, our friends, the FBI, as a domestic terror threat in 2019. Just this past May, long into Mr. Meadows' tenure as White House Chief of Staff, the FBI issued a memo and briefed Congress about QAnon. They identified in the memo as QAnon as, quote, a potential domestic terrorism threat, unquote. And they cited at least two incidents that connect QAnon with the planning and execution of violent acts. And you think that memo had not that the facts of that memo had not been included in the president's daily intelligence brief? Well, we all know it's been widely reported that the president does not read his brief. But Jared Kushner, who whispers in his ear all daily, frequently during the day, has certainly tried to get his hands on it to the consternation of the CIA. But one thing we should be definitely certain of, and if we're not, it's a real problem. 
first thing every morning, it's a requirement that Mark Meadows read the presidential daily brief or PDB as it's commonly referred to. So Mr. Meadows, you can see why I have concerns about your veracity, your competence, or maybe both. I don't get to read the PDB, so I did have to use Google to verify my understanding of what QAnon is. And in a nutshell, just to give you a tiny preview here, I tend to agree with the several Republican congressional members who in the past several weeks have referred to the adherence of QAnon as bat bleep crazy. So QAnon followers believe in summary, all right? And I want you to pay close attention. Some of these are so good, I might have to repeat them. QAnon members, and there are about 3 million of them in the world, most of them here in the U.S., unfortunately, some in Germany. Well, what they believe is that there is a multinational deep state, you've heard that term before, a deep state of, and here comes the clincher, Satan worshipers. Yes, QAnon's fundamental theory is that there is a multinational deep state of Satan worshipers. And some of these Satan worshipers are Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, James Comey, John Brennan, and the list goes on. These Satan worshipers, QAnon theory continues, and their members believe, these Satan worshipers are cannibals. They sustain their energy by eating children. And that was the impetus for the notorious pizza pedophile case in Washington, D.C. in 2017, when a guy carrying an AR-15 burst into a pizza uh, place in Washington on a Sunday afternoon and demanded to be taken to the pedophiles in the basement, threatening all these people with annihilation because they were Satan worshiping. They, they were uh, pedophiles. Uh, luckily, the police got there in time before any damage was done. Now, these people who believe that Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and others are Satan-worshipping, children-eating cannibals further believe that Donald Trump was sent by God to rid the world of the satanic pedophiliac deep state. Do you want me to repeat that? I think I should because it bears repeating. Followers of QAnon believe that Donald Trump was sent by God to rid the world of satanic pedophiliac deep state members.
When Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Republican congressional candidate in a Georgia primary, first espoused those views, Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader of the House of Representatives, called Ms. Greene's candidacy, and I quote, appalling, unquote. Good for you, Kevin. But now that she's won the Republican nomination for Georgia 14, which is as a 76% Republican registration, which means that she's probably going to be in Congress in January, McCarthy has said that she will get seated by the Republican caucus and that, moreover, she will get committee assignments. They will treat her like a legitimate member of Congress. You know, I didn't know until I read that statement by uh, Mr. McCarthy that there was a flying broom committee in the House of Representatives, but I guess there is. But here's the deal. Ms. Green is not the only QAnon member who is going to be on the ballot in November running as a Republican. There's also Laura Loomer in Florida, and if you listen to Ricochet, you probably need no introduction. And then there's a woman by the name of Joe Ray Perkins, who won the Republican nomination for the United States Senate in, a four, in Oregon in a four-way contest, which means that she didn't get a majority, just a plurality. And there are a couple more in the Midwest. And just on Tuesday evening, in the very last second, the Republican National Committee had to pull a speaker off their prime time lineup, a woman by the name of Mary Mendoza, who just today tweeted out QAnon rhetoric about the need to stop the Jews who wanted, who are going to take over control of all the land in all, on all the earth. So with half an hour to go before prime time, they had to remove this woman from their um, lineup of speakers tonight. And her response on Twitter was, oh, I forwarded, I, I retweeted it without reading it all. Uh, to which I say, mm, I don't believe that. But back to our friends in Congress, where it really is going to matter. Illinois Congressman Adam Kins Kins Kinsinger, uh, who is also a, a reserve officer in the Air Force, um, so he's a sensible, sane person who knows how to fly big airplanes, you know. Um, he referred to QAnon this week as a conspiracy theory, quote unquote. And he went on to say that ad adherence to conspiracies weakens America because it erodes trust in government and in our institutions. He urged his colleagues to condemn QAnon for what it is. No, you can't ignore it. You can't claim ignorance. Adam Kinzinger is correct. You've got to condemn it. It's un-American 
to do anything else. While Ms. Green may be the only QAnon member to make it to Congress this time, there are hundreds of thousands of adherents around the country. As I said, Facebook claims there may be as many as 3 million. But, you know, can there really be 3 million people who are that bat bleep crazy? Can there be that many unmedicated wackos running around in this country with AR-15s? mostly communicating through private Facebook groups and other hidden internet chat rooms. We got to think about that. You know, there are a lot of arguments for uh, better background checks before people are allowed to have weapons like AR-15s, but this certainly ranks right up there with them. So you'll be relieved to know that according to Wire Magazine's Security This Week section, Facebook has recently taken steps to remove QAnon groups from its platforms. While it isn't banning all of their content outright, Facebook did ban about 900 related pages and groups and about 1,500 ads. It specifically said it would remove any QAnon groups that discussed potential violence while downranking other QAnon contact on both Facebook and news feeds, as well as any posts relating to militias or anarchists. That's what, just what we need. We need anarchists who believe that um, some members of our political community in this country are Satan-worshipping uh, cannibals who eat children for energy. And we want those people to have guns, she says, while batting her, while her eyes roll back in her head. So Facebook says it will also no longer feature these groups as recommendations. So you'll have to go find them which is also a reminder that until this week, Facebook was actively funneling users to a conspiracy theory whose central tenet is that the world is run by a cabal of celebrity pedophiles whom only Donald Trump can bring to justice. Want me to repeat that? Until this week, until the brouhaha that came after Ms. Green's nomination to Congress, Facebook has been actively funneling users to a conspiracy theory, QAnon, whose central tenet is that the world is run by a cabal of celebrity pedophiles whom only Donald Trump can bring to justice. They take an oath to be digital warriors. And then those digital warriors go into hidden, encrypted online sites to plan terror attacks against their fellow Americans because they think you and I are Satan worshipers. Yes, indeed. QAnon digital warriors go into encrypted websites 
to plot terror attacks against their fellow Americans, against you and me, because they believe that we are Satan-worshipping cannibals. I'm tempted to repeat that one more time because you know what? I don't think you can say that often enough. And has Donald Trump denounced these violent extremists? Has he compared them to Antifa as he's like to do? Hell no. Leaning on the podium in the White House briefing room, he has suggested he doesn't know anything about these people. Have you read the presidential daily brief, Mr. President? Don't answer that question. President Trump has then gone on to embrace QAnon because as he said, I don't know anything about them, but they really, really like me. They're great Americans who love their country. The president has gone on to say. Personally, I believe the president does know nothing about the members of QAnon because we know, I'm sorry, I'm gonna repeat myself, that he doesn't read his presidential daily brief. Now, in a general rule, that should worry us all. But that the Republican Party welcomes these people if they win a plurality of votes in a primary, that should terrify us all. Because you, you know, those people could be poll watchers on November the 3rd hell-bent on voter suppression or worse. You know what? That's because what that's what terrorists do. They terrorize innocent people. Thanks for listening to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. You can learn more at reimagineamerica.org. Got a comment or an idea for a future show? Email Joyce at reimagineamerica.org or find her on Twitter at Joyce Cordy or at Reimagine Radio. Take a minute now and go to reimagineamerica.org. Join the forum. We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you love the podcast, donate and tell others. You can invite Joyce to speak at your next meeting or conference through reimagineamerica.org. And finally, Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast at ricochet.com or c-sweetnetwork.com. That's c-sweetnetwork.com. Together, we really can reimagine America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-sweetradio.com.